1: The Incomparable, number
2: 627, August 2022. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of The Incomparable. I'm your host, Cicero Holmes, and uh, there are two things you need to know about the good folks over at The Incomparable. It's that we love TV and we love drafts. Today, (laughs) we're making a love sandwich by drafting TV shows that will be anchored by a uh, TV series that have that has aired or several TV series that have aired in the 21st century, a.k.a. The era of peak TV. So allow me to introduce my panel in the order they'll be drafting chosen by random.org. And first on the Hit Parade, uh, rumor has it he was Stephen J. Cannell's paper-throwing protege, it's David J. Lohr.
3: Oh, Cicero, you had me at Love Sandwich.
2: She's only three issues away from a complete 1997 TV Guide collection. It's Gene McDonald. <laughs> I
4: am so excited, and I'm so glad I'm number two. Yay!
2: Next up, he's hoping the next leap will be The Leap Home. It's Monty Ashley. My list is already in shambles, and we haven't even started yet.
1: Oh
2: boy. Uh, next up, uh he's still waiting for the revival of the great space coaster. It's Sharif Jackson. Hey, 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 how's it going? And uh magic and mystery is part of his history. It's Moises Chu Yong. i uh I, I, the regarding the love sandwich, I just love sandwiches, so. That is, that is why you're here. Uh, and I, as your host, will choose last. So we're, we're, we're doing a draft. No draft is complete without rules. So now it's time to lay down these rules. For the purposes of this draft, the millennium begins in 2000, in the year 2000. However... If a show premiered in 1999 and ran for more than three seasons, it can be included in this draft. If a show aired in the 20th century and ended but was revived in the 21st century, the new show can be included. So, quote unquote, new Doctor Who is a valid choice, but The Simpsons is not. Oh, man, Murphy Brown is on my list. No, it, no it's not. Polar house ready to go. <laughs> there will be no trades in this draft, and feel free to boo the commissioner, but he may hold it against you. We will start this draft where all drafts begin with pick number one. David, it is your pick. I'm going to pick a show
3: that uh might not surprise people knowing my taste um it captures something about small-time life and as someone who has been exiled to a small town uh in the state in which the show is set no less uh I'm going to pick parks and recreation which is a beautiful uh a, I mean it captures this part of the country it uh somehow is it, it somehow makes small town municipal government fascinating? It's also demented and funny and brilliant, and it's you know, it's filled with Nick Offerman being his Nick Offermanist, uh, which is always a good thing. And uh, it, it has a beautiful finale. I know some people weren't crazy about the finale because everybody got a happy ending, but you know what? Sometimes it's
2: okay. So, Parks and Recreation by Mike Schur. This is, uh, what a great way to start out your potential streaming service. Oh, uh, yeah, by the way, um, there is a venture capitalist that is listening to this episode who is willing to give um, all of the Zeppelin bucks that they have in order for one of <laughs> us to create their, their own streaming service. So, be prepared with and, the name of your service and at that the end is. of...
3: That is why I think you're the smartest venture capitalist, Mr. Snell.
2: Gene, <laughs> you get the uh, an unenviable task of picking behind Parks and Rec. What is well, your first pick?
4: Well, Parks and Rec was on my list. I will not lie, but it wasn't at the top of my list. Oh. I'm going to therefore draft my top choice And that's um, the HBO special, I mean, series Succession. Um, Ah. And uh, that is a show that I don't know why I couldn't stop watching it. Well, I do know it was just fascinating. Amazing actors, amazingly well shot. Of course, there's all this gorgeous, you know, watching multi-billionaires do their thing (laughs) It's just just kind of fun, um no matter what, and seeing seeing people who hop onto private jets like we hop onto you know the subway or something like that they um it was it was very well done um three seasons so far it's not finished, hmm.
2: yeah uh yeah, you know Brian Cox uh, great role uh alan the the trivia question to whatever happened to Alan ruck. Uh, is answered by succession. And, um, you know, a, a Culkin gets out of Macaulay's shadow with Kiernan.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, he really does. And And the really trivial trivia question, but it's important to me because one of my favorite movies of all time is Sky High. Disney films, yes, yes. and and, uh, Nicholas Braun uh, is uh, in Sky High as he's a blonde in Sky High, and he's he's a a superhero sidekick. That's what the 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 dorky kids at Sky High are um, are sidekicks, and you could say he's the sidekick in uh, Succession, but we'll we'll see.
2: We'll see. We'll see. Gene, this is why we're friends. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, the often Emmy-nominated succession...
5: So many nominations! They got 14 acting nominations this year. That's not even
6: <laughs> <Wow>. possible. <laughs> right. They got, they got, uh, they, yeah, they got nominated for best scene involving an indoor
2: treehouse, which right. I didn't think they were <laughs> going to get.
6: <laughs>
3: but and, they, you and, know, they
2: worked really hard. They, and how uh, many
3: years has that category just gone without any entries? Yeah, well, <laughs>
2: but you know, you know. Look, they, they, they found a niche, and uh, and they, they attacked it. They went full bore. Monty Ashley. Uh, Succession, there are several Emmys uh, nominated in the first two picks. Are we going to buck that trend or keep it going with your pick? We're going to buck it because I don't believe
5: the show I'm picking has ever even been nominated for a single Emmy because it is not from the United States. It's a twist.
6: Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, oh no. Monty, you stole Kath and Kim from me.
5: i stole taskmaster from you you see cicero i think this most important thing for a streaming channel or network to have is something that people can binge something soothing that people can just turn on and just watch over and over again and taskmaster is great for that there are uh, 13 seasons of the uk version plus a few off-brand seasons but because it's my network We're also going to have all of the non-UK seasons. We're going to have the New Zealand seasons. We're going to have the Norwegian seasons. There are, uh, uh, let me check my notes here. Mm. There are 11 non-UK versions of Taskmaster, and we're going to have all of them all in one place. So you don't have to go flying all over the world every time you want to watch something. We're even going to have the U.S. Taskmaster, which was terrible. Yes, it was
3: very bad. But that only airs at like three in the morning, right? Uh, well, <laughs> we're going to have
5: a warning before episodes.
3: Okay. Okay. Fair enough.
6: So, Monty, I just, I just want to note it for the record. I'm not challenging this. I'm not issuing a challenge. Um, You've selected the family of Taskmaster shows.
2: That's right. I'm The, the Taskmaster mm-hmm. franchise. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank so the that's, the that's Taskmaster uh, television universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It's all Taskmaster. All right. Yep. All Taskmaster, all the time.
5: And uh, if people haven't seen it, I will take a moment to explain the premise of Taskmaster really quick. Please do. Uh, basically, a comedian makes challenges of five of his friends, like throw this potato into this hole without walking on the green that's around it. And the contestants sometimes do things straightforwardly. Sometimes they do things in crazy ways that you would never conceive of because they are insane people. And then they uh, get points. And over the course of the season, one of the contestants gets the most points and wins. And then you watch the next season right away, and you just keep doing that over and over again. It sounds like an incomparable
2: podcast. It's like it a, a channel. So it does. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, so a, I a friendly competition, as it were.
2: as it were, I I can definitely see how uh you you managed to gravitate towards this Monty, uh, and you are right, there are no Emmy nominations for Taskmaster. Um, but it is your first pick. Sharif Jackson. yeah the the choice is yours
7: yeah um i'm gonna uh uh repeat the h b o love that was mentioned earlier with succession um and i'm gonna go with the uh the wire
2: Oh, and um, here it is
7: yeah Heard of it. Yes. yeah i actually sh- shocked it uh lasted this long on the list but um i mean what is there not to say about this show it's arguably one of the best written shows. Um, It's short, which means it didn't outstay its welcome. Um, And I just think it's a fascinating study of people, right? Like different people in different challenging kind of circumstances and different systems and how they interact. So it's fascinating from just casual watch, from looking at it as like a sociological experiment, from just looking at how a city works, um, I love how each season focused on a different system. Um, you know, it, it was just very well done. Um, and I, you know, I highly recommend it to anyone. Really.
2: Oh, all right. Well, the the wire. Uh, yeah, not not a lot of people uh watch that show. Uh, so yeah. So I'm you know I'm glad that it's getting some love.
7: Yeah, I was <laughs> I was actually late on it. I didn't really watch it when it was out. Um. Uh, just cause I don't even think I had HBO at the time. I think I had like, um, but like, uh, once, um, HBO, uh, HBO go, I guess, which is now gone when uh, HBO go, <laughs>
2: HBO was, gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
7: when, uh, when uh, HBO go was out, I just binged the whole thing and was like, this is incredible. So like, I was late to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't
2: watched it oh my god go watch it right now uh, we'll wait it's on the gene and i actually are gene and i have actually we've set up some stuff there's there's a thing there's a thing happening
7: yeah i mean as as i said it's a show that focuses on different systems and how people interact with them. i guess the main sort of when when like you begin it basically shows the workings of a police department in baltimore and the workings of like a criminal organization in baltimore um and it sort of shows how they interact um other seasons focus on things like a union work um like schools like the media um and politics and it just basically shows you how you know all these people in these systems are the same like like they all have like overlapping like challenges um and it's, it's it's just the way that that that, that is done you both like love and hate people in these systems um and i think it removes a lot of the bias that like some people might have had about these systems
2: if they don't like see people inside of them i mean it's yeah it's, it's very good uh, yeah. Um, you, you've done a good job of selling a show that I think a few people need to watch. Uh, myself and Gene McDonald included. And, uh, I guess look for uh, that show on the incomparable <laughs> at some point in the future where, where Gene and we, I, w- we- <laughs> watch. I can't believe you haven't watched on yes, the, the title of the show. I love it. <laughs> uh, Moises, um, please give us the title of the show that none of us have seen.
6: Well, uh, that's, uh, to be fair, that's David's (laughs) metier. I'm going a very different direction. And citing prior precedent, since this is the building of a streaming service, um, I I love all of you, but this is an arms race and I'm determined to win. (laughs) So citing prior precedent, Monty choosing the Taskmaster franchise, I choose the 2017 forward Star Trek franchise in its entirety, Ooh. Ooh. which is inclusive of Discovery. The Picard. 2017 forward Star Trek yeah. franchise. Yep. Uh, what what because does that start be, with? What's the first one? That starts with Star Trek Discovery. Um, okay, That's so, everything. Uh, so <laughs> this, uh, all, all of the new Star Trek shows, because, I mean, this is just the way that these uh, streaming services work. You can't really split up shows within an IP. So um, mm. I- uh, I I can't believe somebody didn't try this move previously, but there was probably a giant anomaly in space distracting everyone. Um, (laughs) The unthinkable uh, happened the The foundation <laughs> of uh, of a solid library based streaming service is, is library and uh, ups and downs uh, as there may be as you can listen to our recent Star Trek three series wrap up episode to uh, to hear more about. Um, I feel like more Star Trek is uh, is is a good thing overall, and the average lifts up. Uh, the low points across the board. there's a lot of enjoyable stuff out there, um, uh, played in different flavors. so that that's inclusive of discovery, Picard, strange new worlds, lower decks, uh, and prodigy, and uh, and I guess whatever comes forward because nobody sniped me in advance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah. So there are as many new star Trek shows, uh, airing on paramount plus (laughs) as there have been star Trek shows to air before paramount plus. (laughs) So therefore, yeah. New star (laughs) Trek is allowed and, uh, I will allow you to have the library plus star Trek enterprise, uh, Because who else wants it? Who else? else, Yeah,
3: that's (laughs) really that's your fire sale.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has something to show in the middle of the night. And that's yours. (laughs)
1: I
2: am. It is the U.S.
3: taskmaster of Star Trek.
4: Right. I am team.
2: Enterprise is not that bad. (laughs) I'm team. It could have been worse. Right.
6: But Enter- Enterprise is very much, you, you go to the comic shop, you buy a grab bag box of comics. <laughs> Enterprise is the Ultraverse comics that make up about a third of it. That you, None of them, you have no complete runs of anything. None of it makes sense. And all the art's bad. <laughs> it
2: that's
7: one good season. One, one good season. That's I true. Like. Fair enough. Yeah.
2: Yes. Well, uh, you guys have left me with so much. But no Star Trek. But no Star Trek. However... Um, I am still going to go with my first pick. I'm still going to go to space as it were and go off to the future or maybe it's the past. Sometimes it's the past. Sometimes it's the future. Oh no. Um, Who was it? It was Monty who said, sometimes you just need a show that you can binge. That's just bingeable. And this show is very, very much bingeable. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you bite my shiny metal ass. It is Futurama.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, what a good pull. Oh, is this why we're allowed to pick a show from
3: 1999
5: that has more than three seasons? (laughs) 1999,
2: it has more than three seasons. (laughs) Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. Uh, Futurama has been taken off the board. Uh, This, of course, is the show by Matt Groening that is uh, everything like The Simpsons, except not at all, um, with with remarkable voice casting, um, and is just a very silly show until it's not. Uh, There are just some of the most touching and poignant episodes of TV that I've seen in the last 20 years uh, that come from Futurama, and also... Some of the things that make me laugh hysterically. Uh, Good news, everyone, is a meme. Shut up and take my money is a meme. And all of these things came from Futurama. So now you can come to me and know where all of your memes come from on my streaming service.
7: One thing about Futurama is I'm definitely, if I do introduce. My kid to Santa Claus, it will definitely be the Futurama. <laughs> yes. Santa yes. Claus. X-mas. That'll be the story. That Ooh. will be the story that I tell.
2: Right. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well No, there's uh,
7: nothing but garbage
2: left. Right. <laughs> 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 Why not food Yes. Um, yes. Uh <laughs> you know, as as a uh as an added extra bonus, I would say that uh you get um I know that voice, the documentary, as a as an addendum piece, um, because it is full of Futurama actors, and you really get to uh get a sense of just how talented talented these these uh men and women are um who, who voice all of your favorite characters and in, in animated features. So uh so our first round has been completed. David picking Parks and Rec, Gene picking Succession, Monty with Taskmaster from all regions, Sharif comes in with the wire, Moises pulls a curveball, gets Paramount Plus's Star Trek franchise, all of it, plus uh, he gets uh, Enterprise thrown in for, for the, for the uh, Wait, There's More, low, low Price. <laughs> He looked at the bottom of his bag. What? Did I pick this (laughs) up? Hey, 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 I just want you
5: guys to know I didn't steal this.
0: This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach. Blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. <laughs>
2: And, uh, and I, I round out first round with Futurama. David, we're back up to you. Your second pick.
3: Well, those of you who listen to the insanity of this Mag- Magnum podcast know that I, I do love a good classic detective show. Not, not necessarily that it's a great mystery show even, but a, but a good private eye, a good TV-based private eye. Jim Rockford thomas magnum no i'm not picking new magnum Uh, i'm picking a show that came out at about the same time as new magnum but actually got the formula right it it was clever it was inventive it had a great character as the lead Uh, it's based on a series of graphic novels by greg rucka and matthew southworth it is the show stump town Oh. Kobe Smulders. It's set in Portland, Oregon. It, it, the, the pilot just grabbed me and, and said, you know, here is, here is a world you're not familiar with. Here are characters dealing with things that you haven't seen much on TV before. Uh, it was a really well-done private eye show. It got renewed for a second season, and then COVID hit, and they rescinded the renewal
2: Oh, yeah. oh.
3: They went we're going to save money We're not, we're not going to bring that back And it's a shame because it, it was Really good Is it a brilliant show? I don't know But if, if you just want A really solid Well done version of a private eye But a woman in the present day Dealing with Native Americans uh, Dealing with casinos Dealing with Portland, Oregon A, a setting we don't get all the time it's a, it's a really good show. It's a really good show.
2: Yeah, uh, three, three uh, cast members on this show were cast members from other shows that I think were great television shows in this era. Colby Smulders, of course, with How I Met Your Mother, Jake Johnson from New Girl, and Michael Ely from... Uh, Almost Human. Almost Human, so uh, wow, uh talk, I forgot also about. a yeah. good show also a great show that i forgot that was, about that show that got canceled is, long yeah yeah you guys you guys done.
6: forget about that show real fast
7: Right. just forget about it, <laughs> just keep walking. No, I, right. I, I, I actually like to think about that show because the last time I saw Michael Ely, I don't know if anyone saw Bel Air, but he oh, was being yeah. Yeah. real, oh, yeah, real mm-hmm. shady. But
2: so. <laughs> 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 well, he's got light eyes, so you know, he can do that. Um, yeah, so we have now Stump Town as the first pick in the second round. Gene, what is your second pick?
4: Well, I am going to pick another uh, show that is emblematic of peak TV, I would say. And there's a quote from it I'd like to share from right. the main character. Advertising is based on one thing, happiness. You know what happiness is? Happiness is getting your second pick in a row that you <laughs> wanted, and mine was <laughs> Mad Men. So, mm. Love um, it. I... Yes, that show uh really did my head in. beginning. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I might have only watched the first or first and second episode. Um and uh I I just found it too it was too unnerving um to go back to the 1960s. Um uh, I actually was born in the in 1960 and I had some of the toys that Sally Draper had were <laughs> my <laughs> toys. Some of the clothes she had, my clothes. Um, and uh, but you know, I think when I, uh, the women in that show are like like my mother, you know, a working woman, um, and thinking about the way that they were treated and this system, it was hard to watch, and also hard to watch. You know, just Don Draper and um, his. His high-handed way he dealt with his family, um, and didn't take his wife seriously. And I just I stopped watching. It. I'm like, I can't watch it. But like within a couple months, I was thinking, you know, that show they really had great sets. They had amazing costumes. The acting was apparently really good because I hate everybody already. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe I'll Pete just, Pete's awesome. But, Oh, Pete is my Pete.
7: Pete's a good fighter.
4: Pete, Pete got a a, a a un unearned happy ending, in my
7: opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, uh,
4: love it. I I was considering how bleak the show could be. I I expected um, more bleak endings for some of the characters. However, it was. Um, it was a great ending. I will say that. Like, that's one of my uh, one of my absolute, you know, requirements. If I recommend a show to somebody and it has, you know, more than a season or two and then it's over and it had a finale. If the finale sucks, I can't recommend the whole show, oh, even though right, I right. enjoyed wow. it myself. And wow. I'm like, but if I, I can't say to somebody, oh, you know... I, I I would say I would end up saying like yeah well, you'll really like it but except for the ending the ending's terrible I mean you can't really say that anyway Mad Men I think totally sticks its final uh, season yes. and and it surprising because they had to go from 1960 where, they, where their firm um, Sterling Draper was working with the, with the the presidential campaign you know of 1960 to 1970, which is a totally different universe um, in terms of all the things that they had so carefully curated for the beginning um, in terms of fashion, politics, attitudes, you know, there was really quite something. So, um, yes, anyway, if if you don't know, Mad Men refers to uh, Madison Avenue, um, which is the, the Ground zero of advertising agencies in in New York City, anyway, and they uh, they had such amazing. Well, I, I wanted to explain in case somebody doesn't know the show, <laughs> and it's it's a smallish agency. I feel um, bad with, for
5: making you guys explain these incredibly
3: famous yes. shows. <laughs> so Star Trek <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, <you> know,
4: <laughs>
3: now. There's fifty years of backstory, <laughs> but yeah.
4: yes, there is. Um, Anyway, that uh, there is a main character, Don Draper, he's just beautifully played by John Hamm and uh just enjoy watching he's him also even very though I beautiful. still yes. he was oh, handsome yeah, a, as all up. get out but I yes, I, I still hate him. Yes. But that doesn't mean I w I wouldn't like to to uh meet him in a bar somewhere in nineteen sixty sure. something. Oh yeah. Um oh, yeah. and uh the all the the so he's kind of the the upstart of his um, agency—it's an old, an older Madison Avenue agency—and he's he's kind of the new guy in the beginning. Not like super new, but he's uh, compared to the partners, the founders, he's he's kind of cutting edge. And so, uh, and you, he, anyway, he's a great character to watch. As is Peggy, who was one of the assistants who works her way up as into being account director. And they work on real advertising campaigns (laughs) for real companies, which is very weird when you have grown up in that era, too. And you you, you realize that whoever made the advertising campaign at the time, they did a great job because you still remember it, you know, 50 years later. So uh, I I, I do enjoy that show quite a bit. And uh, I um and as i said the the acting amazing i mean they, lots of emmy nominations for for mad men as well but especially i think for john hamm yeah um, yeah
2: the- uh, pretty 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 much launched the career of uh several of the of the cast uh, yeah. and and i would say uh like swingers before it really entered the zeitgeist and made people nostalgic for previous times and influenced uh, culture in in the way people dressed, the way they spoke, and uh, the way they acted and reacted to things. And
6: it's yeah. a reason that a bunch of guys who don't know anything about drinks decided they liked old fashions.
7: That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, it's it's an interesting show because I'm I'm definitely not like a film student or or a cinematographer, but just the way that show is shot, like the where the camera is during scenes is like 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 I rewatched a couple of scenes like a couple of weeks ago with like a friend, and it was just like I still don't think there's any show that kind of cat like just knows where to put the camera in the perfect place, even if it feels like an odd place at first. It's like brilliant.
2: Uh, yeah. I would I would say that a uh, a new show has has done something very similar, um, and that is Severance. Um, oh, I haven't watched uh, it yet. Uh, uh, yes. I haven't seen it. Oh, Severance! Severance is, is a great show that may or may not be on someone's list, and we'll <laughs> find out by going to Monty next. Monty, what is your second pick?
5: Uh, Well, I'm going to make up for my Emmy wins. Uh, While Gene was talking, I looked up how many Emmy wins everyone had won so far. Uh, Mad Men won 16 Emmys, which is very impressive. Wow. Uh, I'm going to pick a show that somewhat unbelievably has won 24 Emmys. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. And it's RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
1: Yes, it's crushing
5: the reality show category ever since that category was invented. You better now, work. And oh. rightly so. Yeah. Yes. Now, again, I'm going to be taking the entire RuPaul's Drag Race franchise because there are. Uh, Wait, what?
6: There there are, ones, are, you're,
5: just, you're just teeing me
3: up to choose all of Below Deck. Well, well, there's, there's RuPaul's uh, Drag Race The Lower Decks, RuPaul's Drag Race there's Strange World, there's Canada's
2: Drag Race, there's Ukraine's drag, drag Race, there's right. Drag Race, <laughs>
3: right. there's Drag Race
5: España, Drag Race France, Drag Race Thailand, and the thing is right now, if you actually want to watch all of Drag Race, you can watch most of them on WoW Presents Plus, You can watch regular Drag Race on VH1, and you can watch Drag Race All-Stars, which is a different franchise that I'm also taking, on Paramount+. Plus. It's a mess. It's all going to be combined onto my one streaming service. So here's the pitch for Drag Race for people who have either never heard of it or are rolling their eyes right now. (laughs) It's the 24th century. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, Drag Race was a parody of both America's Next Top Model and Project Runway at the same time. The gimmick was that Rue would go through as a man, he's being Tim Gunn, and then Rue is as a woman, judging the modeling. Uh, That's like the seasons one through four era. Now there's, hang on, I have to look it up, Uh, 14? Uh, 14 seasons, plus seven All-Stars seasons. So The show has really metastasized and is largely composed of references to its own older seasons. Uh, The current all-star season is composed entirely of people who won the previous seasons. So it's very complicated, but it's still basically guys dressing up as women. It's not all guys (laughs) and they're not even all dressing up as women. A lot of the time (laughs) they're doing drag. It's camp. It's, look it's, it's a, a very funny thing. it's a very funny good
2: show when i'm drafting it yeah well uh you <laughs> it's know some of the most
6: fun you can have watching tv that is
2: that is <laughs> that is true uh um we are playing checkers and monty is playing four-dimensional chess he has picked <laughs> taskmaster and RuPaul's drag race uh sharif you have picked the wire what is your second pick uh
7: I feel like I took the HBO stuff from uh, Gene before. I'm gonna take the AMC stuff as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, our good buddy Heisenberg, um, uh, yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. Um, props if anyone knows what the Heisenberg like reference is as well um, from science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean. I'm uncertain about it. But. As, a, <laughs> as a fan of genocide, um. yeah, yeah, uh, similar to I guess The Wire in terms of like just writing and like characters. Like you just one thing I love about Breaking Bad is they plan. I mean, it, well, they might not, have, but it seems like they planned the start and ending early and just told the story. It didn't feel like they were kind of making up things when they got renewed, like, oh my god, we gotta make make a new story, you know? It felt complete. Um, You felt like, it felt like, it's a show, obviously, I don't know, it felt kind of, like, believable, like, parts of it, like, um, which is kind of, uh, I wasn't expecting that kind of going in, like, especially, like, a show about, you know, like, the advertising stuff made it seem like it was just, like, you know kind of like unbelievable but but i feel like they approach it from a realistic perspective of this like you know desperate you know man willing to do stuff to you know to you know feel something you know and um it was a great um you know obviously brian uh Cranston is the highlight but aaron paul also um does a just a Fantastic job! I know that I know that most of you probably know him from his Need for Speed movies. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know,
6: I I know him from the uh the director video Final Fantasy fifteen movie actually.
7: Yes, oh, look, at look at that! Look at that call. You know, but but no, he he actually did a yeah deep deep. That's the deepest <laughs> of thoughts. um Yeah, he did. He was just fantastic as 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 like Jesse, and I think that that really kind of set him up for his kind of for his acting in uh westworld uh current currently as well so yeah just just a phenomenal show um i funny enough i do have a lot of friends that have not watched it either because they grew up in that area of the um of the country or they have had people in their family sort of like affected by you know by the meth uh thing so i definitely understand that it could be like a hard watch for some because it does really dive into that that stuff obviously um but you know if you feel like that you know it's a show that um you know that like can get past those things it's it's great
2: so uh so the the first show uh on mine and gene's podcast will be the wire Right? I can't mm-hmm. believe you haven't seen The Wire. The second episode or the second season <laughs> will be I can't believe you haven't seen Breaking Bad because I believe.
4: Oh my God. That Gene,
2: <laughs> much like myself, has not seen Breaking
4: Bad. That's correct. Um, it sounds like you need a subscription solid. to Sharif's network.
7: Yes, uh, we're, that's right. we're, we're,
4: we're subscribing <laughs> that's to
7: right. Sharif's network. I'm. I'm there's uh, going to be like a Cicero and Gene
2: package that's like yes. $100 a month. <laughs> okay, yes. That's like, yeah. You know, Moises has Star Trek oozing out of his ears because he picked <laughs> because the entire, so much <laughs> of it, right? He picked the entire uh, future of Star Trek with his first pick. His second mm. pick. How how are you going to try and break the game this time, sir?
6: Well, I'm I'm going to go uh, in sort of the opposite direction, uh, but in a similar direction for a show that nobody's picked yet. I was worried someone would. I felt like I needed to go ahead and take Star Trek off the board. This is a show, but you could say that thus far, it's actually been five shows going on six, and that's the 2005 revival of Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, you you can have hopped on to this show in, in any number of different places and uh, any number of different doctors at this point. One of the things that I enjoyed about... Um, the, the U S uh, rebroadcasting through PBS was that I could just, you know, scroll the channels and if it was a Saturday afternoon, odds are I was going to run into a random episode of Dr. Who that maybe I'd seen, maybe I hadn't seen, maybe I'd seen it. It's one of the good ones that they keep replaying over and over again. Didn't matter. Um, I would enjoy seeing it. I think, I think a crucial aspect of, um, of my streaming service is going to be something of a Pluto TVization where there is a, a, a programmed scheduled guide of stuff that is, that is, uh, that is on at a given time. You can choose whatever you want on demand, but you can just see what's on at three in the afternoon at three in the morning, whatever, um, where we take advantage of our, of our copious library. And people just get used to going, oh, I can just put whatever, put whatever I want on on my iPad in the background. I don't have to make any choices. I don't have to play, um, you know, one of our very favorite video games, which is add things to watch list. Um, <laughs> I can just <laughs> see what's on. And with so much Star Trek and so much Doctor Who, um, I'm just going to be filling a lot of people's time. A lot, the, well, that is the, the time people have when not watching Monty's streaming service, which is currently designed to just absorb all of uh, someone's attention.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, it is Dr. Who, uh, and, uh, it has finally made its way off of the board. (laughs) So now is my choice. Uh, I previously chose Futurama, a, a comedy that also makes you cry and, and feel uh, things other than laughter and joy, but you still feel good. I am going to continue those feelings with a very subversive show that seemingly came out of nowhere. It started as one thing, but by the time you got to the end of the first season, it had a twist. And that twist turned everything upside down. And that is The Good Place.
7: I thought you were going somewhere else
2: with that good one. All right. Well, the good place for those of you who don't know stars uh, Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. uh, As uh, Ted Danson is an angel, and Kristen Bell has died, and she has gone off to the good place, A.K.A. wherever your uh, your uh. Non secular ending, good ending place is um, <laughs> it's a so, tricky one
7: not to spoil, man. Right, you gotta yes. be careful. Be very yeah, careful. So,
2: well, well, you know that is that is where it is, and and uh, they meet. Uh, Kristen Bell meets uh, three others who have also, uh, you know, c- c- carried themselves off their mortal coil.
5: I think you can say this: she should not be in the good place. She's there by accident because
2: somebody she, with her
5: same name
6: that is died correct. at the same time.
2: That is correct. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yes. she. And it
6: only twists further from there.
2: Yes. Holy forking <laughs> shark balls. She definitely uh, has, has done things that would lead you to believe that she did not belong there. But maybe if you are of a certain persuasion, you believe that most people belong in the good place. And she still wound up there anyway. I disagree. Uh, Hell for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, Gene, to your point about uh, sticking the landing, I have several shows on on my list where there is that caveat. Well, this the show is great. But the ending, you know, maybe. Uh, But The Good Place is not one of those shows that Mm -hmm. I I need to uh, create that caveat for. Uh, In fact, I think that I may need to let people know to prepare for the ending. (laughs) Mm.
0: As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued Back up
2: at the top of this. We're in the third round. We're halfway through. It is time for David. You have picked Parks and Rec and Stumptown. What is your third pick?
3: Well, you know, having, having just complained about shows that were set in New York, I'm going to pick a show that's set in New York. Okay. Um, because it is a show that has brought me so much joy in such a, such a short time. Uh, it is it is one of those shows that I watch the second it drops, and I can't say that about a lot of shows. Um, it's and it's it's Hulu. It's one of the only things I watch on Hulu, and the only reason I have Hulu. Um, <laughs> it is uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez in Only Murders in the Building. I I love that comic mysteries have started to make a comeback between this and the after party. Uh, you could arguably say Knives Out is a little bit comedic, but just, you know, murder mysteries that are fun. And and this is specifically funny, uh, but it's also a really well-plotted murder mystery, which I appreciate. And it also manages, in the midst of all the slapstick, in the midst of all the wordplay and fun of it, it also manages to make these characters fully dimensional and give them lives and give them poignant moments. And we don't have to have, you know, everyone is not at one pitch the whole time. Nathan Lane comes in. Now, now here's someone that we know of as, as a big actor and he's, and he's great. He's always very funny and he is understated in this and he nails it. Uh, And and I won't say any more about what he does in it, Uh, but you know, the whole show is, is surprising. It's clever. Uh, Episodes have interesting storytelling twists. Uh, So it's, again, it's not just like one style or tone in every episode. And uh, you know, for years I've been watching Steve Martin movies going, well, I'm glad you got a paycheck. You know, uh, you've done great <laughs> stuff, but yeah, you know, this is brilliant. This is, you know, he is, he is firing on all cylinders here. Uh, but yeah, as just, just in terms of being a murder mystery, this is a really good one. And the second season is, I think I like it even better than the first one. Wow. I haven't and, watched
2: the second season yet. Okay. And,
3: and what it does is it's, it's inhabiting this building. I mean, the joke is that, you know, they, they do this podcast that only covers murders that take place in this building that they all live in. And it's this big block sized apartment building in Manhattan. And this season is actually investigating part of, part of it is learning the history of the building and secrets about the building and how that connects. And it kind of weaves into the season one mystery. It's really, really a a wonderful act of creation and, and world building. Um, and it's just funny. <laughs> Martin Short is
5: perfectly deployed on this show. Yes. yes, yes. Which is not often the case.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I, think, I think we've seen a new dimension of Selena Gomez. Um, yes, that that uh, you know that we've never seen before. Actually, I've never never really watched a lot of Selena Gomez. So, uh, as
3: as someone who wound up watching most of The Wizards of Waverly Place, this is a revelation. <laughs> I'm, right. And I'm it's funny, but I'm not kidding.
2: Right, all right, all right. Well, there you go. You are you are a resident Selena Gomez expert. <laughs> so thank you very much for confirming what what I had already believed, Gene. You have selected Succession and Mad Men as uh, your first two shows. It's, I, I feel a theme is coming with your <laughs> third you. pick. Will you continue <laughs> with that theme?
4: Um, well, one thing I realize is that I am not being strategic compared to my fellow podcasters in terms of uh, – Bulking up my streaming series, <laughs> and that has influenced me to pick a, a show I was planning to pick anyway. But uh, and and now I can say I choose The Office in all oh. its incarnations. <laughs> nice. Nice.
6: there you go.
4: So, um, so The yes. Office
6: Russia
5: is also on the list.
4: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's in a surprising number of countries. Is it
4: really? Uh,
5: oh yeah, it's in like that. every country. Yeah, because it translates. Uh,
1: yeah, but, sure. But really, everyone really, uh,
4: yeah, everyone yeah. has yeah. has best boss ever, guys, right. Like, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. So yeah, I I watched the original UK version, and I just I loved it. I just couldn't believe how how good it was, and how um, how quiet they tell a story. But also Ricky Gervais, like just. So good um, as this cringy character that that has enough entertaining and redeeming qualities that you don't say like ah oh, let me change the channel <laughs> and uh, so when I heard they were going to do a U.S. version I thought oh they'll they'll m- really murder it it'll be terrible because we don't do that kind of Dynamic well, like the who who will they find to be an office manager who is so uh, has so many foibles and is uh, so annoying yet endearing and watchable and they did it. I can't believe how well they did it in the US version. I I don't even compare the two. I wouldn't say which one is better. They're very they're different even though they have pretty much one-to-one correlation at least in the beginning. Um and yeah, so I enjoyed all the seasons of The Office and I I couldn't believe how great is Steve Carell. I I really wasn't familiar with him and so he was a, a surprise to me. Rain Wilson, never heard of him. He was awesome. Jim Krasinski, amazing. Um, the whole cast, though, it really was an amazing ensemble, and the stories were wacky yet somehow watchable. Like I'm, I there's a level at which I get kind of tired and ex- exasperated with screwball, and they, it is not a screwball comedy. For the most part, <laughs> it has some pretty some screwball elements. So the other thing it has, at least in the US is 188 episodes, nine seasons. Um, I think that the UK version was just 12 episodes total, like so.
5: 12 plus a Christmas, um, I think.
4: Yeah. So, uh, but since since I'm I'm taking it, I'm taking it. I'm not letting leaving that out there for anybody else to pick up for some reason. So and-
2: so that includes uh, as as has already been stated, the Canadian version of the Office, the Chilean version of the Office, <laughs> the the Office from the Czech Republic. Uh, which only ran for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> but what a two weeks. But what a two weeks. <laughs> the, I mean, they nailed it. They, yeah, nailed, they nailed it. It, they, they, you know, it was
4: yes. the most realistic office where That's it was right, realized right. right away that they should be shut down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
5: Everybody looked at the boss said, oh, we're not working for this guy. <laughs> and
2: left. Uh, you, you're you also getting the office in Finland, France, Germany, India, Israel, Poland, Sweden, the uk original the og and the one that most people know the united states version uh well done gene i'm okay. i'm looking
3: uh, for the moldovan version
2: ah oh <laughs> ah, yeah well it hasn't been made yet but there there is it, but, time there is but no i time. claim
4: it so I, you know <laughs> yes. forget it david J. Lure. you can't have uh, it <laughs> now
5: gene you brought up it, finales earlier
4: Yes, <laughs> I, I was wondering if that was going to come up because I, I thought there's a spoiler. El-. It's not a spoiler, uh, but um, just, I'm just asking,
5: it, how do you feel about the finale? Wh- where is it in the series for you?
4: Uh, <laughs> I once their main star left the show, yeah. it just became a different show. Very and they brought in some pretty heavy hitters, including someone who I did not know until she was on the office, Catherine Tate, and then, of course, she's my favorite companion in the Doctor Who series um, now. And so, so I think that they they did a lot. Oh, and and you know they 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 did their best to rise to uh, fill a gap that was left behind when Steve Carell finally left, but. It yeah, it's not the same show anymore. But it's not a horrible. It's not like oh my god, they ruined it. That I do not feel. They just made it. It was. It had some pretty laughable moments. Um, when the, it got into the mobile phone business, for example, um, <laughs> I saw some things that I still laugh over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, uh, the Office franchise has been taken off the board. Monty, you have Taskmaster, in all regions, RuPaul's Drag Race franchise, the entire franchise, the international franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race. What else are you bringing from the world and pouring onto your one streaming service to rule them all?
5: Well, Cicero... At this point, I figure I have a pretty deep catalog. I picture people tuning into the Monty Network. They're binging Taskmaster. They're getting caught up on like season five of Drag Race. They're having a great time. And then they think, well, what else is here? And they go. And what do they see? They see Work of Art, The Next Great Artist, a reality show that lasted two seasons from 2010 to 2011. Yeah. Now, Work of Art, colon, The Next Great Artist was a great reality show. (laughs) By which I mean it was terrible. But here's the thing. So you know how there's reality shows about, well, there's reality shows about drag. There's reality shows about sewing. There's reality shows about cooking. What Work of Art posited was There could be a reality show about creating art, like fine art. Okay. Now, the problems with this are one. No, there can't. It's a reality show. (laughs) (laughs) So if, if there's a sponsor and you tell people your inspiration this week is the new Lexus, create art out of it, that's going to be a problem. The other problem is they allowed all kinds of art. Photography, sculpture, painting, whatever you guys want to do, just go ahead and do it. One guy named Sucklord uh, specialized in (laughs) taking action (laughs) figures and mutilating them. So you have all these people with wildly different backgrounds and styles all crammed into a regular reality show. And the challenge was to figure out how what they do Counts for what the show wants them to do, the ch- so what the show really tested was how well can you write an artist statement, the little uh, card below your work that explains that what you just did makes sense for the challenge. One woman who did pretty well in I think season two just took a topless photo of herself every single week. But her (laughs) artist statement always explained why this was, you know, about whatever nonsensical challenge they gave her work of art. The next great artist is a really, really odd fun show. And now that I have my own streaming service, I'm delighted to bring it to the masses once more.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And, and on a similar theme, uh, I, they've, they have announced there's a show coming, uh i forget the title of it but it's uh the next great novelist and so it's a reality show about writing
5: a novel uh, though th-
3: how? How? how 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 is this <laughs> television
5: shots <laughs> of
6: people laying on couches going i can't write today
5: yeah <laughs> you, like every week write. you have to write a different novel that's nonsense i, that's like, I, I do do short don't stories. know
3: yeah, uh, it's bizarre, and at the end you win twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred? What? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Crazy. But look at, I'll I'll find the link because.
2: Yeah. Oh man, oh. Uh, Monty, uh, you have the best service. You have the worst service. Um, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, oh, Sharif. I found
5: uh, the Wikipedia page. If you want to know some of the challenges. Ah, uh, there's create a shocking piece. Create a sculptural piece from items selected from an electronics graveyard. Create a work of art based on your Audi experience.
2: <laughs> it's so good. Um, the the one thing that I can say about uh, work of art, uh, the next great artist, is that it's hosted by China Chow, who I know personally from. Uh, probably my favorite guilty pleasure movie of all time, and that is The Big Hit, where she played uh, the damsel in distress, as it were, um, and uh, so she will always be uh, whoever that character was for me in <laughs> that film that I love so very, very much. And I, um,
3: and I looked it up. It's called America's Next Great Author.
2: Oh gosh. It's yeah.
3: described as American mm. Idol for books, only kinder and gentler.
2: Oh gosh, yeah. Well guess what?
3: You're yeah. not gonna find it.
2: Nope. And but <laughs> what we're gonna find is Sharif's next pick. He picked The Wire and Breaking Bad. Sharif, what new show are you going to pick now?
7: Now I know I, I know my first few picks are kind of serious, kind of uh, you know, uh down, so I do want some balance in my network. Um, so I'm going to go with since we're taking franchises, which again I, I was not aware of, but <laughs> but now that the now that the tide has been broken, I would like to take oh, just, the yeah. the uh, it's not a large franchise, but it's a very influential one, and I think it'll balance out my other other picks. The uh, Avatar: The Airbender franchise. Ooh. So this is including the Legend okay. of Korra. Right. Is right. including the well not the movie uh, uh this is a, you, know, you gotta take uh, the movie. What movie you gotta they take made the a movie movie? <laughs> what movie? What movie? <laughs> but you can
3: add a, a riff tracks commentary to
7: it yeah so. <laughs> i will take the movie as long as i can uh shove it wherever enterprises and uh, Moises is <laughs> right. <a Yeah>. thing. <laughs> uh for some
6: reason the algorithm just isn't showing it to you
7: <laughs> yeah, and this is also covering the um, the uh, not live action, the Netflix one that is coming out later as well, which obviously we haven't seen, but the castings look pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Avatar, I think, is probably, to me, one of the greatest animated uh, things I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't quite call it an anime, but it's it's for kids it's for adults um it covers a lot of like issues very delicately and i feel like it um you know it it is a it's a show that has action in it but is not all about fighting which i really like it's um you know like the issues of like how to resolve conflict um either like physical ones or like dealing with conflict in like relationships um it's especially like I like a young ones is a great. Um, you know, it it's you know, it's it definitely you know, it's a Nickelodeon show, right? So it definitely has its like silly jokes or its dumb jokes as well. But they also get into some really deep stuff and I feel like they like handle it at like a level that you can like sit with your kids and watch and talk about, you know, some issues that you might not be able to like talk about if you watch it in like, you know, in like a more straightforward show um cora takes that to to like like another level right it's a nickelodeon show but definitely a little more mature than airbender um you know but um when i first started watching Korra, i definitely was hating on it because avatar to me was perfect um but Mm -hmm. it grew on me after watching it over the four seasons um and i know since we're talking shows i can't include the comic books but those are also pretty ridiculous and they're canon sorry good. The ridiculous ridiculous good. Um, and they're part of the canon as well. So um, yeah, I'm taking
2: the Avatar franchise.
5: You're getting right. the live action one too when it comes out.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, Moises, you have gotten all timey-wimey with us with mm-hmm. uh, the Star Trek franchise, which uh, loves to play in, in, in time spaces. Uh, the Doctor Who franchise that only exists in time space spaces. Uh, what is your third pick? Well, uh, it's interesting
6: to me uh, that I'm completely unintentionally following uh, something of Monty's lead in that. I have, I have something that I believe to be truly underappreciated and that deserves a new breath of fresh air, like work of art, the next great artist, which <laughs> I hope under, under the Monty network, will be able to maybe even be revived as i hope that a show that i believe was canceled too early um coming exclusively to uh, my network which i'm i'm just going to call the science fiction network i know it's a new idea nobody's used this
2: right uh, <laughs> but
6: i think it could catch on okay and that is the previously mentioned almost human a ah. cop not a cop show set in the future where the not a cop is an android played by Michael Ely, uh, the cop played by Carl Urban. Um, it's it's a cop procedural set in the near future. It's a solid show that obviously costs the kind of money that Fox didn't want to keep spending. And uh, and I feel like in, in a world where we have so many cop procedurals that are just law and order over and over again, that we could do with uh something that takes us into the speculative fiction realm within the detective subgenre. Um so that is why my next pick is Almost Human.
2: Such Almost such Human a good show. was such a great show that only got one season um and definitely deserved more. Uh it is it it was a show that probably was produced and aired maybe 5 years too early had it had it been produced in the in the time of uh open streaming i think this show would have found an audience and we'd probably be in the third or fourth season of this fantastically wonderful show and and grow to hate it um so uh great performances by Carl Urban uh, Michael Ely, Minka Kelly, uh, really, really great cast. Uh, I I really love that show. It's too bad it's gone.
5: Only one season, loser. Or even work of art got two seasons. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and here, and here I was, I was gonna
6: propose a bundle deal with the Monty Network, but I yeah. guess the Monty <laughs> Network is just too high and
3: mighty.
2: Yeah, reality
3: is cheaper to produce. Mm. <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of which, it is my turn, and uh, I have. I was, you know, I was going to save my big hitter for for the end, but I'm afraid now based on the picks <laughs> this round, I've got to move it up. Um so so I also want my streaming service. I you know, one of the things that you want is you want your shows to be bingeable, um but you want your customers to have plenty of television to watch while they're on your service. And uh, much like Monty, who has gone the reality route, uh, reality is cheap to produce, uh, so you produce a lot of it, and uh, I am going to choose the reality show that was inspired by George Orwell, that is, of course, the Big Brother franchise. Oh, wow. So the entirety of the Big Brother franchise uh is now part of my streaming service and uh the Big Brother franchise uh so Big Brother is a reality uh reality competition show where uh people are put in a house And they have to live in that house for a set amount of time where they uh, and they are locked away from the rest of the world. They don't have access to their phones or social media or any any news from the outside world and only have to deal with each other uh, through competitions where they eliminate each other until the end where someone is voted the winner by their peers, the other house guests. Uh, for a certain amount of money. Um, one of the the best or slash most perverse parts of this show is the fact that you, as the viewer, have access to watch them uh, like uh, animals in a zoo for 24 hours a day um, while during the entirety of their stay in the Big Brother house. Uh, the beauty of the show is that it started in Holland. It was a or it started in the ne- in the Netherlands in nineteen ninety nine and has made its way across the world. Um it is in six of the seven continents. Uh and uh is it in Antarctica? Can- it is not Antarctica.
6: can go screw itself yeah
2: it is not in antarctica because that's just march of the penguins yes that's just that that thing that is (laughs) that is that is it uh so uh all of those series which uh by the way they air several times a week during the course of uh any season um so we're talking about you know while taskmaster has Lots of episodes from lots of different countries. And RuPaul's Drag Race has lots of episodes from lots of different countries. Uh, Big Brother, the franchise, has a lot more episodes from a lot more countries. Uh, So the Big Brother franchise is what I am choosing. Uh, I non-ironically love this show. Um, It is, it is a thing that I do every summer is a thing that I look forward to watching every summer. And uh, Mm. my partner and I often will sit and speculate on who is doing well and uh, who is not doing well. And we try to predict everything that happens throughout the course of the summer. It is something that I do all the time and you will too. As a result of joining my streaming service,
6: I non-ironically acknowledge its existence.
2: There you go. All right. And Do they
5: save the live stream parts? Like, if you want to watch the live stream of season two, can you right now? You cannot. Will you be able to on your streaming service? Of
2: course, you will. Obviously, Ooh, of obviously course you have you to. Will be. Terabytes of, right? of uh, uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. We. We have, uh, we, you know, we exist in the cloud and uh, we have saved that data. Uh, And and a lot of it also, uh, you got to remember that um, many of the early seasons were uh, done in standard definition. So that data won't take as much space. Uh, So there is a lot of space for us to uh, go through. And we have hot keys. So there will be hot (laughs) moments that you'll be able to just zap to in the live streams. Um, It. it's, we've, we've worked all of this stuff out. It is great. <laughs> uh, we're, we're down to our last, our last round and you know, we're, we're getting short ish on time. So I will say, go ahead and give us the name of your final show. Plus give us the name of your, uh, of your streaming service. And then, uh, provided we have time, we will do our Bring Out the Dead. So, David, you have picked Parks and Rec, Stumptown, Only Murders in the Building. You have your final selection. And what is the name of the service that you want to get your Zeppelin dollars for? Well, the name of my service,
3: uh, there is a channel in England called Dave. So, I'm going to have to call mine David. Uh, And my my service, basically the theme of my service is what any good broadcaster should do. We want the big tent. We want something for everyone. We want shows that are good. And those shows are shows that I, as the program director, as the programmer, I like them. I trust them. I want to see the story they tell. That's pretty much it. That's the theme. My final show, my final pick I'm surprised it's still available, but hey, you know, and it, it was kind of a hard sell when people said, hey, we're going to make a show, we're going to make a sitcom inspired by a series of commercials. Is it and the Geico Caveman show? Of course I mean the Geico Caveman. No, I mean Ted Lasso from Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. based oh, yeah. on. Based great, great on shit. his commercials for NBC Sports, which, if you watch them, they are still out there on YouTube. And the basic gag is the same, but Ted Lasso is a very different person in the sitcom. um he, The show, again, it gives us a world that we're not always all familiar with. And even though I watch a lot of British shows, I don't watch a lot of shows that examine, that that show you, hey, here are the differences. Here are things that you as an American might be confused by or might feel a fish out of water by. And by making Ted a very sweet, innocent, Midwestern guy, uh, he is confused by even more things than most of us might be. And But, you know... If it were just a show based on, ha, 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 we got confused between the words football. You know, football is a different thing over here in Britain. And we hired a football coach. No, it isn't. It's still the same thing. It is still <laughs> the same thing. But, you know, if if it were just the gag that the commercials were based on, okay, that's an amusing gag for a commercial. But this this actually takes them seriously. And it builds real characters and real Dynamics between them, but you know, it has Bill Lawrence shepherding it as well, and it has some great writers working on it, and it has Brett Goldstein, who is like the secret weapon of Ted Ted Lasso, (laughs) and also one of the writers, and also one of the writers, and he is amazing. He's become a meme. Uh, You know, how many? All just look up Roy uh, Kent. Right. Yes. There you go. He's here. He's there. uh, He's everywhere. A real (laughs) God among men. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is a show that is not afraid to show its heart. It's not afraid to let its characters be vulnerable. And even when you think, oh, well, Ted is like the great inspirational coach and he's, he is and he isn't, but he's also broken in his own way. And it's, it's just fascinating Discovering all the levels and shadings of all these characters, and how they how they start bouncing off each other as the first season develops and then the second season builds on it, uh, I can't wait to see what they do for a third season if it's on my streaming service they've said we probably only have 3 seasons we probably only want to do 3 seasons yeah. if it's on my service i'm going to say could you do 4 5 and 6 cuz it's really really good and i trust you guys and <laughs> you david
6: know? likes beating things far past death
3: no that's not true i would yeah, have canceled cheers have after lots 5 of suggestions seasons for them too he's really going to meddle. <laughs> right. yeah yeah
6: so instead of instead of football, how about foosball? <laughs>
2: pickleball is getting really hot, guys. Let's uh, why don't we go into that? Yeah, pick, uh, pickleball is
3: is what you'll find on on Hulu. And, that'll be and, that'll be the sitcom there.
2: And the name of your service is David. Is just David. Just David.
3: Because there's no real theme beyond. Hey, these are shows David likes. They're really all, right. Good.
2: all right. All right. Well, they're all his recommendations. Uh, Well, David has picked the series and the uh, streaming service. David, Gene, you have picked Succession, Mad Men, The Office... Uh, You are getting, uh, each of your workers are getting less and less successful (laughs) as they go on. What is the (laughs) least successful version of this office? Wow. It's the Geico caveman. (laughs) I'm
6: I'm anticipating a a surprise Better Off Ted
4: pick.
2: Right, right. Yeah, there you go.
4: Well, my fourth pick is um, the workers in this corporation are not necessarily the least successful but they are the most likely to be burnt to a crisp and that is because they work for a powerful corporation called Vought International uh, (laughs) and currently managed by Giancarlo Esposito's character this is The Boys um, which is a Amazon Prime original and
2: diabolical
4: very uh <laughs> it's a very very hard show to watch i don't know <laughs> why i'm watching it but i can't <laughs> help it um the uh i find it just funny the satire is very satisfying um i if you're like me and you're kind of weary of the marvel cinematic universe you go you know Go to the boys and you'll be like, yeah, this is really what superheroes are about. It's about making money from these uh, overpaid, over uh, adored babies who are all sociopathic (laughs) in some way, except for our, you know, heroes who are barely heroes in uh, this show. Um, I love Carl Urban in this. I love uh, Anthony... um, star i think yeah, is the star, actor yeah. plays yeah. uh their main um
6: uh Homelander Homel- oh, Homelander, Homelander. Oh, God. okay yeah.
4: Homelander i mean yeah. he's the, the the big bad in this show but he's the acting the, the 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 character is just so incredible to watch like just his the depths of his his uh you know psychotic uh machinations are you can see them just in the way he like slightly curls his lip you know <laughs> or something so and uh yeah Huey of course Jack Quaid uh that's how i ended up starting to watch the show because i saw jack quaid on some talk show and he was talking about it and even though he wasn't giving many details i you know i'm a old old uh fan of uh, of dennis quaid and meg ryan and i'm like i'm gonna watch this kid in a show <laughs> <And>
1: so, <laughs> it's
4: not what i didn't know that he would be on lo, uh, lower decks shortly <laughs> after this so anyway i i think it's a it's a super fun show not for the faint of heart and <laughs> which includes me but um i have kind of gotten used to it there's something about the 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 style of violence, which is disgusting, but doesn't bother me as much as some of, you know, like the detective shows we've talked about. And so because it's not I think part real. of it is
6: the the way that the show handles it is that yeah. it takes it seriously and and that the people committing this violence are depraved rather than um, a certain iteration of a certain superhero universe where it's, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be cool and awesome and badass that. Heroes are uh horribly yeah. violent and
2: um vicious. So let's uh Gene, what is the name of the service <laughs> that you would like people to subscribe to?
4: My my service is called Work Is Hell, and it is uh, trying. It is targeting the uh, the generation of the big quit. And it's All like right. you don't go to the office anymore. And if you want to remember why, here, watch our shows.
2: There you go. Look at that. Like it. Like it. All right, Monty, you have gone a uh, reality show, reality show, reality show, um, taskmaster. RuPaul's Drag Race, Work of Art, The Next Great Artist, what is the final reality show in your (laughs) service? My
6: money's on
5: Dateline. Your money is lost because I am picking what we do in the shadows. Yes! Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. I recognize it's not a reality show, but I don't care. It came up for auction. We said we
3: have to have it
5: and now we do.
3: This uh, is this is where your service broadens out and changes the whole focus like all channels do. Exactly.
5: Right? Yeah. It's like TLC, the learning
3: question mark
5: channel. <laughs> Arts and entertainment? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what we do in the shadows is, of course, based on the movie uh, created by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi that was based on a stand up bit they used to do, where I believe Jermaine would be a vampire stand up comedian and Taika would heckle him also as a vampire, <laughs> with the premise being that they've been doing this for hundreds of years. <laughs> They made a movie. I love the movie. People should watch the movie. And now they're making a show, and people should watch the show because it is very funny. Um, it is set in Staten Island, which is New York. As as per you know,
2: yeah, that is where vampires live.
5: Sure, Absolutely.
6: but it's important to note it's not the same as Manhattan. Right.
2: right. <laughs> uh,
5: that of course was Matt Berry. It's just a really funny show. I don't know what what I'm going to say about it. It's uh. It's funny. They're vampires. They're idiots. All right. Uh, (laughs) Taika's belief is that every vampire, instead of being a super suave, sophisticated Dracula type, every vampire is an idiot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's fair. And uh, will people be idiots for uh, signing up for your service? And what is it called?
5: It's just called the Monty Network. We were going to name it something else. But then we realized that we were launching in like three hours. We still hadn't named it. So we're just, you know, you shoving go. it out the door and hoping it, people sign it, up.
2: Right. It was called placeholder. Uh, and then you went to Monty. Ooh, placeholder. That's much
3: better. It's now called placeholder.
2: <laughs> well, see, I was going
3: to say, as the marketing guy, I'd be like, you, you have this promo where it's these three cards that keep sliding and sliding and sliding and poof. Monty
2: Network, right? Ah, nice, ah.
6: David. David, I, I have bad news. The boss just told me you're fired. Right. Ah, <laughs> man.
2: Oh man, uh, Sharif, you have selected The Wire, Breaking Bad, the Avatar franchise, and your fourth and final pick. Plus, your the name of your service.
7: Yeah, um am really comfortable with my picks. I do realize that a lot of them are not as long as some of the other uh, things that people pick. So I definitely want to flesh out. Um, so I want to pick something that's pretty long standing, something that, um, you know, you can kind of tune into any random episode and be satisfied with that. And for that, I'm going to uh, select the long running now, uh, I think on the CW now, um, whose line is it anyway? wow uh, very yes. nice currently very hosted nice. by aisha tyler um obviously previously hosted by drew Carey for a a long time um even if you know nothing about improv um this is something you can just turn on and just immediate laughs um uh you know they've had uh ryan Stiles and uh, colin and wayne brady on forever they rotate in other guests um uh, my favorite skit is Party Quirks. Big Party Quirks fan. Um, <laughs> the only thing I would probably do on on my network is probably edit out every hoedown appearance. Uh, not a fan. Of, not a fan of hoedown. Uh, so yeah, the ho-
6: it's a little the much. The hoedowns yeah. are so much better in the original UK run. Yeah, and they just they've been beaten to death on the US.
7: Yep. So like a Party Quirks scenes from a hat um and the newscaster when we're calling us a guest whatever's behind them are my favorites um so yeah def- definitely great stuff um
2: name of my network uh will be laugh and cry uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. going to the, the comedy tragedy exactly oh my god
7: you you knew it yes, yes. i'm going <laughs> to oh, there you go i'm going to have those know. uh famous uh you know play- asks. Uh, I don't know what those are called, but those Yeah, the comedy tragedy masks. It's just, it's just masks. the
3: comedy tragedy
7: masks, yeah. Yes, those. Can
5: uh, I bring up okay. something a little awkward?
2: Okay, let's go. Whose
5: line is it anyway? started in the U.S. in August
2: 1998.
7: Oh, no. Oh, it is. Oh. oh. Uh, can <laughs> I not use the Aisha? Can I not? Uh... You, could, you could take just it's, the Aisha it's Tyler. It's been from. rebooted. Just Tyler? That's right. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll
2: take yeah, just Aisha's. It, Aisha, oh, yeah, because yeah, it sense. did. It did end. I will allow it. It did yeah. end shortly, and then they brought it back.
5: It ended in 2007, hosted by Drew Carey, and Aisha started in 2013. That that is yeah. correct. That yeah, is a six-year that, yeah. break. That's legit. That
2: That's is legit. a reboot. I uh, will allow it. So I'll you get can't it. get the Drew Carey version, but you That's can fine. get the Aisha Tyler version.
7: I, I will. I will do just Aisha Tyler, and the points don't mean anything. So right. we're we'll
2: good. We are still laughing and crying with Sharif's network. Moises, you have taken us through time with the Star Trek franchise. You have taken us through time with the Doctor Who franchise. You have I've sent taken us, you to jail with you, Almost Human. You <laughs> have taken us to the future and left us hanging with Almost Human. Where are you going to bring us now? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm
6: kind of, I'm kind of conflicted. I, I could go with another one of my, uh, canceled too early things that'll get continued, but we uh, will probably do a brief, uh, bring out your dead that kind of a thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I wanted to stay, I wanted to stay on brand, but I also want to take something that nobody's touched on the board and that is, um, is the the Westeros franchise, all of uh, Game of Thrones, ah, House of the Dragon, whatever is to come. Me. Um, me. Yeah, because uh, we're fighting for eyeballs, and sometimes yeah. those eyeballs require dragons. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's still yours, but I do want to take Game of Thrones in space, The Expanse.
2: Yeah, ah, there oh, you go. Oh, you sniped me again. <laughs> well, <laughs> twice in, twice
6: in one turn. Somebody should consult That's, the rules, I guess. That is impressive. <laughs> um yeah, the the expanse ended on Amazon Prime. Uh the source material jumps ahead, something like 20 years um at the point that they leave it, and in theory the show could come back uh but as as long as we're looking for uh long running serialized things that can capture people's attention and also potentially uh leave doors open to um uh to do more new stuff uh there's that and uh and you know i'm I'm not going to say that that there's maybe no room for spin offs prequels um the Expanse, the animated series, I don't know. Um, there are other corners of that galaxy uh, to explore that the mainline series uh, didn't necessarily touch. So I think, I think there's room there uh, for some franchise exploitation uh, to, to sound like a completely shameless executive. Um, and yes, my um, my streaming service is just called Science Fiction. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing. It's, Never heard of it uh, it's a before. one-stop shop for all your science fiction needs on one channel.
2: So uh, finally, uh, here, here we are at the end. The last pick of the draft um, may have been spoiled uh, just a bit uh, with, uh, with my exclamations. It is game of Thrones. Uh, That's what I'm going (laughs) with um, because uh, while the ending is definitely something that, Uh, People need to be warned about. Um, They, they, they attempted the triple axle and they were floating in the air. The gymnast was, was in the air and, and they were doing all the things. And it was the most amazing thing that you had ever seen in the air, uh, and then they went to come down on on their uh their feet to land and they broke both of their ankles so the, so the the ending the ending was incredibly clumsy and 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 not satisfying um but but for but for four five seasons of the six and a half seven-ish seasons that we had um it was probably the greatest television that anyone had ever seen um it was it 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 made it made fantasy fans out of people that hated fantasy um you know not even not even were apathetic to fantasy but but actively did not like it um it it completely turned Uh, TV on its head in a time when TV was already turned on its head and in in terms of what peak television was Um, it 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 truly redefined what people could do in a narrative with a show with uh, people with big casts with with big actors in it and and I and how those people could play. Uh, it, it, it was a phenomenon uh, in, in ways that haven't really, I don't think have really been matched uh, since then. And, and it will be a while before anyone <laughs> attempts it, but it is, it is definitely something that people are trying to recreate all of the time. Beautifully shot, uh, immaculately performed, uh, and, and, uh, for the most part, uh, just phenomenal writing. And, and, you know, until we got to the part where the writer wasn't actually the influence and, and the inspiration for the stories, but the, but the, the showrunners, uh, became, became the influence and, and that kind of changed things. But well, now I'm going to step in here. Okay, please do. A lot of
5: people like to say, well, George would never have said that.
2: Well, and I like, mean, yes, they, there's so, an
5: assumption that all the good plot things came from George and all the no. bad plot things yeah, came from those no. evil showrunners. Right. Not George
2: sure. set the plot. Yes. Yes. They that is that 100% is true that when they sat down and pitched George on the uh, the George being George R.R. R. Martin, the, the creator of the Game of Thrones series or so- Song of Ice and Fire uh, series, uh, the narrative series. Um, when they sat down and pitched him on the, the series and doing so, he asked them if they knew where the ending was going. Um, they told him where they thought the ending was going and he said they were correct. I don't know if if he was lying to them. <laughs> yeah, it's it. like, like that sounds great.
1: You yeah, know, 15, years,
2: fifteen years ago, yeah. that
6: was where it was going. Yeah. It is now going somewhere else. And, that's uh, right. Yeah. So but, uh, Cicero, I, I've got good news for Cicero though. Yes. Once the books are actually finished, since you're picking up all the rights, yes, you can make the complete Song of Ice mm-hmm. and Fire as an Animated series.
2: I could. Mm-hmm. I could.
6: That goes front to back and includes all the stuff that everybody I says, could. oh, they cut this out. Right. They, why didn't and they leave in Tom Bombadil? Right. And, right.
2: <laughs> in fact, you could add Tom Bombadil. Babadil. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: No, he was in there the whole time. Was, That's right. He's, he's on the Iron Throne.
7: Yeah. One thing I love about Game of Thrones is it's probably the last, one of the last shows I remember where. You would just—it was like, did you see this? Like right. specific moments you would like. You 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 wouldn't just say the overall show is good. You would be like, no, these are my top scenes from Game of Thrones, and you could. Did, right, did that,
3: you like see that. the red wedding last night? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
7: like there's yeah. so many like just momentous sequences so, like in like filmed battles like Blackwater and Hard uh, Home and you know Battle of Bastards I mean just right. wonderful yeah, and that just amazing, amazing in the
5: last film. season that I could not see a scene of. That
6: that, <laughs> that was exactly what I was referencing. You remember the Battle of Winterfell, Monty? <laughs> nope, no, couldn't no. <laughs> see it.
2: I, 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 you know what? I I plan on watching it uh, again uh, really soon because I have got an OLED television, so now my blacks are oh, truly black. So man. maybe I'll be able to actually watch that <laughs> scene.
1: season. Uh, eight
6: season eight looks incredible in 4K. All, right, all uh, right, which the only way you can do that is using 4K Blu-rays because yes. HBO still isn't. 4K. Showing it in 4K. 4K.
2: Right. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll buy the blu ray Uh, fun fact about the Game of Thrones finale. Um, I actually watched the Game of Thrones finale with one of our panelists right now in Hollywood. Uh with uh Sharif Jackson. This is American. true in 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 our hotel room uh on on my and, laptop and
6: and the recording of your commentary over the episode will be exclusively available on, on your network Cicero 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 Cicero. Cicero.
2: That, <laughs> that is correct
3: <laughs> it's just a lot of
2: whoa right <laughs> <laughs>
1: what did right. you see that
3: uh, did you see that and could you see that
2: yes yeah, so and 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 that network is called CCN plus um it is uh That is an acronym for the Comfy Couch Network. That is what you're going to do. You're going to get on a comfy couch and you're going to enjoy the Comfy Couch Network. Plus, we will very, very quickly go through uh, Bring Out Your Dead. I will allow three entries into your Bring Out the Dead. So, David, uh, please, uh, what is your Bring Out the Dead?
3: Well, uh, these are all, well, two of them are pretty recent. uh, For All Mankind which is one of the literally one of the only shows that has ever had me breathless once, let alone multiple times, slow horses on Apple Mm. TV, which is based on a really good series of espionage novels. They, they made the first two seasons already and then they renewed it for two more. So there's a lot to look forward to. And, and this one is it's from 2004 it's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place.
5: I was just deciding put on thief. putting that on my short list. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it is, <laughs> but it is amazing. If, if you are the person in the niche that, that can appreciate Harlan Ellison, Stephen King, Glenn Larson, and Stephen Cannell parodies. The whole thing is on YouTube. Yes, it's all on YouTube. It's, it is astoundingly weird and absurd and silly, but wow.
2: All right. Well, that is a great great uh bring out your dead, gene. What is your <laughs> what are some of the things left on your list that you didn't choose?
4: Just one show that I'll mention that I I would have thrown in. Oh, yeah, so the Parks and Recreation and the Good Place were definitely in work as hell uh streaming service. So, thank you, David. Um uh 6 feet under. I was nice. going to put put that in yeah. uh that that was one of the first like uh you know peak tv shows that i watch and I, I just i i mean that's just an incredible show right from the opening credits and um also a little gruesome cuz it's about a, a a funeral baller, but um that great actors in that as well and and, uh, and an interesting workplace if you are a mortician so uh, yeah, I have at least two streaming services left over.
2: <laughs> uh, Monty, what are your Bring, bring Out Your Dead?
4: Uh, well, I've got like
5: 30 titles that I was considering, so I'm just going to pick the top three animated ones. Okay. Uh, home <laughs> Movies, that's uh, from Ooh. 1999, oh, but it went yeah. for four seasons. Yes. Uh, <laughs> great Show. Made by Lauren Bouchard, who went on to make Bob's Burgers, and Brendan Small, who went on to make uh, Metalocalypse. It's about a kid with a video camera. Uh, next, Clerks the Animated Series. Great, yeah. great one. Another, another great one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this barely aired, like two of the six episodes aired on ABC.
6: Later on, Comedy Central aired it. <laughs> but,
2: How could that be? <laughs> uh, I've got the complete DVD. I yes. loved, yeah. loved yes. that.
6: And uh, th- there are plans to revive it in the event that Clerks 3 does well. Nice. Well,
5: good for them. Um, <laughs> 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 I will say I really liked Clerks the Animated Series. Uh, I, s- I still love it. Uh, the rest of Kevin Smith's movie production, I'm less interested in these days. <laughs> and finally, something more recent Over the Garden Wall.
0: Oh, yes, nice. A
5: magical autumn themed, really quick watch. Show, I don't want to get too. I can't describe it quickly, so I right. won't. It's just there it's you over go. the garden the right. wall. I watch it every Halloween, it's great.
2: All right, all right. Well, thanks, money Uh, Sharif, what are your bring out your dad? I'm a sucker for brother stuff. i older
7: brother, okay. supernatural, I think, is the ultimate brother show. Uh, yeah, 15 seasons, so plenty of yeah. uh stuff. Um, seems like a typical kind of monster of the week, but they really dive a lot into family and, uh, and like all that stuff. Great, great show, um, even though the fandom can be kind of toxic. Great show. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, um, Fringe, which I think is the best oh, post X-Files, the best post X-Files, mm. X-Files show. Um, love, love, love it. Um, House as well. I have on mine um i think even if you don't like medical shows it's a good one um and uh speaking of endings uh that didn't quite nail it but i love the show anyway lost um i think is a fantastic uh show kind of bringing that sci-fi-ish uh stuff to a mainstream show um early on too right and um you know uh criticized for the ending of course but i think along the way some some of my favorite episodes of tv i've Ever seen like the constant and other really great episodes of that. So
2: yeah. All right. Well, uh, great, great job, Moises. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. So bring out your well. Dad. So,
6: so uh, everything really hinged on me getting all of the Star Trek shows at the beginning. Okay. So my two backup lineups: one was Barry Vision, which was just shows that Matt Barry is in—Dark Place, <laughs> Toast of London, so on—and uh, the other was DLC: Doctors, Lawyers, and Cops, and it was just Doctor, <laughs> Lawyer, and Cop shows. <laughs> Um,
1: That's a great name. That's a great
6: name. David had For All Mankind on his uh, dead list. It would also, of course, been on mine because mine is the only science fiction network ever. Right. Um, and then mm-hmm. I also had uh, Counterpart, which oh, has yes. a solid ending. Great at show. two seasons, but the conceit of it and the, the writer behind it uh, was interested in continuing it, wanted to continue it. Uh, I would love to see more uh, from that world. Uh, Travelers on Netflix also came to an ending. But the conceit of it, is, it has so many different threads and so many different teams and so on. There, there is more franchise uh, to exploit there. And now I'm sounding like an executive. And, and finally, um, you know, there are various uh, abandoned J.G. Abrams shows that lasted a year like Al- Alcatraz <laughs> and things like that. Um, I have a soft spot for 2005's Threshold. Uh, which stars Carlo Gugino, Charles S. Dutton, Brent Spiner, Rob Benedict, Peter Dinklage, Brian Van Holt. Um, And they are they are effectively a a government crisis management team um, that is uh, is pulled together for the purpose of, um, okay we've made contact with aliens now. What do we do? Um, And it is one of the better things that Brandon Braga uh, came up with in the in the mid aughts (laughs) along with Star Trek Enterprise. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a show that had, uh, had some really great potential to it, uh, that let some of these folks act outside of the pigeonholes that other shows would put them into. Um, and, uh, and that, that for me is, you know, you've got the big franchise name stuff and then you've got some interesting stuff that had potential that could in theory be revived or reworked or remade or something like that. Uh, to fill things out. And at the end, I have everyone's money.
2: Uh, Well, Uh, well, do you have mine? Uh, I don't know. But uh, what I do know is that when I came up with this idea for this draft, I had four shows in mind. Only one of those shows is on my list. And none of those shows are actually one of those shows is actually going to be in my Bring Bring Out the Dead. Uh, The other shows are on uh are in my on my big board but i can't even bring them out for my dead uh so uh david started by talking about uh for all mankind um so i'm going to start with the show that brought us for all mankind and that is battlestar galactica um so uh speaking of controversial endings Um, Just another great show that kind of really reinvented uh, what we thought of a series that had been dead uh, for a long period of time, but uh, just a really great science fiction show and drama uh, that uh, went great places, but maybe didn't end up in a, in a, at a a great destination. You know, one of the best road trips to your, to your in-laws. As uh, Battlestar Galactica, um, <laughs> maybe
3: maybe the Cylons had a plan. The writers did not. <laughs> <Right>, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
5: David you see also David. That's what happens when the producers of the network say we need more seasons. Make more, please. More, yeah. That's make more right. seasons. Yes, that's
2: exactly. Right. Uh, lessons lessons learned, or maybe not. Uh, David also talked about espionage, and, and uh, this is a show that we haven't spoken about. Uh, But I am going to talk about FX's The Americans. Ah. It is a really, really great show that is loosely based on uh, the true story of uh, Soviet spies living in America as Americans spying on America to report back to the Soviets. Um, Just a remarkable show that you can find on uh, Amazon Prime, I believe, right now still um uh please please go check that out. Uh great show. And um this is a show that came to me at the like as I was compiling my list today like maybe an hour before uh game time. Um but this is a show that I would have been remiss if I didn't at least bring it out for my dad. And that is the HBO original series Insecure by yeah. Issa Rae. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I I don't know if you guys have watched this series, but it is a series created by Issa Ray, who was uh, was discovered, essentially discovered uh, after having uh, a a YouTube series called The Adventures of the Awkward, Bl- Awkward Brown Girl. Um, and she was incredibly funny in that series and then created a quasi autobiographical series um, that, that branched out into more and more fiction about her life and the life of her friends. Um, And, you know, and it kind of focused on her love life going back and forward, going back and forth over the course of five seasons. Uh, It's just an incredible show. Uh, You, you know, a show is great that uh, when after the show ends there are like five new shows that are trying to be the same version of that show. Um, and, you know, as soon as it ended, Amazon Prime started a show in a, in, uh, based in New York called Harlem. That was exactly the same format. Uh, NBC has a couple of sitcoms that are basically insecure in, uh, you know, some other place with, with young black people in it. Um, I love the fact that, uh, black folks are getting the chance to act and, and, you know, perform and, and do shows that, uh, th- that they have written uh, that they have created and uh, you know, are able starting to be able to tell their own stories. And uh, Issa Rae is definitely uh, a, a catalyst for, for all of that stuff happening. So if you get a chance, if you've never watched insecure, get a chance to watch insecure, please do. And with that, we have come to the end of yet another draft here on the incomparable. Um, Please let us know which of those networks you are going to be uh, subscribing to. That will help our mm-hmm. venture capitalists know which of uh, which place those Zeppelin dollars need to go. Um, well, I am Sister Holmes. I want to thank you. Uh, and I also want to thank my panelists, uh, David J. lore. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you for having me. And how did none of us pick our flag means death?
2: It's only one season. Only one season. Maybe that is. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Maybe. Um. G. McDonald. Uh, why did you not pick? It's flag <laughs> step? Thank you very much.
4: I. Uh, I can't believe you I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, I have such a long list of uh, uh, shows now to binge watch that uh, I'm going to be set really, you know, for good. Because uh, <laughs> that's a lot of hours of television. <laughs> right. We've, we've, especially if I get to the Finnish version of The Office and <laughs> The right. <laws>, Drag Race <laughs> and whatever. Those,
2: those two weeks, those two weeks of the Finnish uh, or the Czech Republic version Czech, of The Office. Yeah. Watch the Czech <laughs> version <laughs> and you'll yeah, be set Czech for Republic. all. I'll that's watch all you that need. First. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Uh, yeah, you will be running out of time if you just subscribe to Monty's channel. Monty, thank you very much for <laughs> occupying everyone's time. Uh, happy to do it, Cicero. Sharif Jackson, uh, thank you for making us laugh and cry.
7: Absolutely. And everyone, please watch For All Mankind. Please. It yeah, is. Yeah. So yeah. Good. yeah. So it, okay. is,
2: it is very good. Uh, Sharif took his time to uh, promote somebody else's Bring Out Your Dead. Uh, Moises, the Science Fiction Network, what are you going to do? Thank you very much for joining us.
6: Well, I'll say this.
2: It's been a long
6: show, getting from there to here. It's been a
1: long
2: time, but my goodbye is finally here. Oh, oh man, uh, yeah, uh, I, and perfect. and with that, uh, with Peak TV, you do get faith of the heart, and we'll say thank you and goodbye.